0: This is episode 142, special series, The Obstacles to Gratitude, part one. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life podcast. Every week, my goal is to inspire you to take action towards what you love, live a transformed life, and enjoy the journey there. Are you ready? Let's go. What's up, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited. To get going on this very, very important topic. We're going to be talking, I'm going to do a special series in the next four weeks. So every Monday, if you're hearing this episode, obviously it's been pre-recorded, but every Monday uh, I'm going to be releasing an episode on obstacles. You know, I I wrote this book, The Gratitude Map. It's all about overcoming obstacles to being grateful, to having not just, you know, grateful. I think gratitude has been a, a word that we kind of... Just like love, you know, we've 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 associated it to so many things that it's been kind of cheeky or overdone. You know, gratitude is really it's your ability to be present. It's your ability to enjoy the moment. It's your ability to be peaceful, to forgive. It's related to all that stuff to be generous. You know, so in in our life, in our relationships with others, in our romantic relationships, in our business partnerships, in our relationships with our clients. All these things are so important to be able to utilize on a daily basis, you know, that we are so focused on strategies, on the next new hack to get more growth, to get more results, and all that stuff is important, don't get me wrong. But there's the other side of things, which is how to handle failure, how to handle success even. You know, when you're successful, you can have all the money in the world if you're not able to appreciate where you are in life, to appreciate and to... Be grateful for the people around you for the things that you have on a daily basis. It is so easy. The mind is a rascal. And that's what we're going to be getting into in the next four episodes, you know, as we uncover the obstacles. I mean, breaking down some stuff that I wrote in the book. So again, if you if you want to check out the book, it's thegratitudemap.com, shameless promotion. But look, you know, it's a free book. It's going to change your life. And ultimately, my goal with this podcast is to inspire you to live a transformed life. That's in the very beginning of every episode and what that means is we know we continually grow we continually overcome obstacles we we learn how to break through so to speak so in this series we're going to be looking at eight total obstacles and in the book you know these are in a collection of Things called the swamp, you know. So I I wanted to make this book an adventure. I wanted to make it basically it's something that's personal growth. It's a little bit philo- philosophical. So I wanted to turn it into something fun. I wanted to make it a, an adventure through this imaginary land and and where and I got an illustrator to do that by the way. So it's it's so cool. I mean, I'm super excited to share it with you. But you know, one of the first places that we adventure to is this idea of the swamp, and the swamp is the collection of eight major obstacles that we're going to be. Uh, dealing with on a daily basis, you know, the swamp is a place that you can wander into at any point in time. It's a it's a metaphor for a state of being, a state of mind, you know. And you're you're very close at any point in time, as you'll soon find out. You know, in the next couple of weeks, as we break down these obstacles a little more in detail, um, that that these things are happening every minute, every day, to pull you off your game. And it's not so much the problem of getting into the swamp or, you know, finding yourself in these obstacles because they're part of life. It is how long do you allow yourself to stay in them, you know, so that's ultimately the goal here. And so we're going to be looking at these obstacles. What are the eight main obstacles? We're going to be doing two at a time, by the way. So we're trying to keep these episodes short and sweet as much as possible. You know, I like to talk, but uh, basically we're going to be doing two obstacles at a time and I'm going to kind of break down what they are, you know, why are they, obstacles to gratitude, or, you know, again, read it as obstacles to your happiness, to your fulfillment, to your generosity, all that stuff when I say gratitude. Uh, It's really to your own positive and productive state of being. Uh, And what are the hidden opportunities within these obstacles? Because, you know, again, obstacles are obstacles, but they, you know, one fundamental thing that I want us to approach in the coming weeks as we look at this uh, is that fundamentally obstacles also offer you an opportunity for growth. There's a hidden treasure. You know, in the book, I, I, I have a little treasure chest at the end of each chapter. We talk about obstacles, which is basically learning to recognize the treasure that each obstacle offers you, you know, and, and they do. They have a very specific thing that they teach us about because fundamentally obstacles uh, or these different states of being that we're in, uh, they are what I call momentum states, you know, so if you if you get the book, you get a free, one of the free things that you get is a free video of me explaining, it's actually, this video it's pretty cool, it's from my Principles for a Dynamic Life course, which is another huge, huge course that I'm releasing along with this um, book and project, you know, basically you can get it at a super highly discounted rate if you go and uh, check out the book, but basically this course, the Principles course, I'll be mentioning it quite a lot in the next couple episodes, but the point is, you know, momentum, I I download like 15 years of my experience. You guys know I've been doing ballroom dancing athletics, uh, competitive athletics professionally. I've been a performance coach for well over 10, 15 years. So I wanted to download all these things that made such a big impact in my life through the work that I did into a course, basically a, a course is designed to help you make better decisions, to handle obstacles, to be successful, all these things that I've learned Uh, through my years as a coach and athlete. So anyway, long story short, one of the lessons that I put in there was on momentum. And momentum is this idea that, you know, basically we're always under some sort of momentum, you know, in in dancing, in movement, you know, whatever, whether it's athletics, gymnastics, any kind of movement, uh, karate, Again, dancing, I use it as my own experience, but momentum is a fundamental rule that we're constantly trying to overcome and use it for our benefit. So momentum isn't bad or good, it's just there. It's just like gravity, you know? So if you're very skilled, you know, you can utilize momentum for your benefit and create beautiful things or powerful things. If you're not very skilled and you don't know how to coordinate yourself as you walk around or move around, you know, momentum will be your downfall. You know, you'll fall, you may risk an injury, all this kind of stuff. So I I created a, one of the lessons that I created and I shared for free as a part of the Gratitude Map, uh, you know, initial offerings that are, again, it's all free for you if you go and check it out. You have to pay for shipping, but that's pretty much it. One of the free offerings is this lesson of momentum. So if you go check it out, watch that. All this stuff will make a lot more sense when I say momentum states. Uh, but basically, it's applying this idea of momentum to your mind. You know, our minds come under momentum constantly. You know, a good example is if I see, so if I'm hungry and I see, you know, something that I really want on the table, it, it creates this desire and now I start moving towards that thing and getting it. So what first happened was the momentum in my mind that shifted and then it translated into movement into my body. You know, that's a very simple example, but you could apply that to more serious things too. Like with the things that you make what do you make mean in your life like if I make something mean that it's dangerous, then I'm gonna avoid it? It creates momentum in a direction away from that thing so uh if I think if I make it mean that it's great, then I'm gonna make momentum towards that. so I'm always under momentum. The commitments that I have, the people that I have, the responsibilities, the decisions, the notifications you get on your phone, they're constantly pushing your buttons to move in a particular direction, so momentum is something that we have to constantly. Uh, look at and and through these obstacles that we're going to be unpacking, each one of them you can think of as some sort of momentum state. So now why is that significant and what does that have to do with everything that we've been talking about, about seeing obstacles as treasures, you know, seeing the, the hidden benefits and all this kind of stuff? Well, if, again, in the lesson, what I, what I talk about is if you have momentum, let's say you're leaning too far forward, then the solution to that is very simple and that's basically to stand up straight come you know backward a little bit if you're too far back you just do the opposite and you you realign yourself so that's very easy to understand in a physical world because we have space we have a body we have you know proprioception we can see where we are in space so that's very uh, a simple idea to get well with your minds that world is invisible You know, that, that world is not something you can see. You don't see the information and all these little neural networks and these relationships. It's like a matrix of information. So, but it works the same way. And that's ultimately what we want to get at is, you know, when we look at these obstacles, if we can see them as a particular momentum in a particular direction. Uh, it doesn't have to be forward, back, or anything, but it's, it has its own direction. You know, like, for example, today we're talking about preoccupation is one of them. So being preoccupied. So that's a particular direction. When you're preoccupied, you're you're in a particular way of being and doing and acting. So the, the gift that that has to offer you is by seeing what is the opposite. You know, what is the opposite of being preoccupied? Uh, in this case, we're going to break it down and see. So that's that's how this hall works. So today, you know, let's open it up right up. I'm going to start with a quote, actually. I should have done this at the beginning, but I wanted to get all that stuff out of the way and kind of set the stage for the next couple weeks. But, you know, some, some really good quotes I found on obstacles, and I, I love this one. Actually, I love all of them, but the very first one is by Frank A. Clark. It says, if you find a path with no obstacles, it probably doesn't lead anywhere. I love this quote because it's just, you know, it really gets us present to, again, you know, probably one of the biggest obstacles to obstacles is that we get hung up on the fact that it's an obstacle. You know, we we don't like how it feels, it, it frustrates us, whatever, so we put more attention on the obstacle, and that's what makes it worse. And ultimately, when we can see uh, and, and see these obstacles as as useful tools to our own growth, as things that offer us a reminder about positive things that we can incorporate in our life, that's when we can start being resourceful. You know, I often talk about being resourceful as being able to utilize the failure and the challenges that you have. It's simple, right? Uh, You know, so people who aren't resourceful in life, and I'm not talking about Like with necessarily with your money or anything like that, but just being resourceful with the opportunities and failures that that happen both in your life. If you have a failure that happens, it doesn't mean anything. It just means you can take more action. So ultimately, that's being resourceful. If you don't take any action, you're not utilizing that as a resource. And that's really the only time that you can fail. So either way, whether it's success or failure, if you're a resourceful person, it will always lead to more action. So that's ultimately the the space that we're going to be coming with with these obstacles is seeing their purpose. So without further ado, let's jump right into this. Today we're talking about the first two obstacles, which is inherent nature and preoccupation. So what does that mean? So inherent nature is the collection of there's actually kind of two things, you know, probably the only one out of this whole list in the next couple of weeks that's two things. But inherent nature is to, is basically your internal inherent qualities, you know, which is a slew of things. We're looking at your personality, your character, the predispositions and preferences you have, you know, all, what is inherent to you? What were you born with? What are you, you know, what's your upbringing, your, your traumas, you know, how do those, how do all these things shape who you are, and based on that shape, what path and momentum do you have in life? You know, based on your upbringing, based on your preferences, based on your culture. All these things, again, give you a path through space and time, meaning your decisions, right? So those decisions aren't wrong or right or anything, but they do give you a particular momentum, and that momentum will, you know, create certain things. Like, for example, you know, I'm Eastern European, and uh, I don't know if you can relate to this, but people from Eastern Europe, in my experience, because we grew up in a different economy, especially the old school, which, you know, they had some communist influence and different things. It, it, Europe has taken a lot longer time to get on board with all of the personal growth and possibility and entrepreneurism and all this kind of freedom talk that exists in the U.S. It's a very different culture, you know? So one of the obstacles when we're talking about um, down the road in the, in the next couple of weeks is cynicism. That's, that's the last one, which is basically kind of like jaded, being jaded, you know, looking at things like cynically, this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, it, that's evident in every culture. But, you know, in my own culture, I can tell you just as an example with inherent nature, that's something that I had to overcome because uh, that's just part of the culture. You know, it's you know, looking at these kind of things like everything's a scam, the government's out to get you, whatever else, you know. So there's, there's that story that we're born into. And you got to find what is your story that's part of it. You know what is your predispositions based on your again your traumas your genes, all these things make up inherent nature. The other part of inherent nature, and again I go into detail with all of these guys. You know my goal is to kind of open these up for you in the next couple of weeks. Um, I go into all these in the book if you're really curious about it you can also get some free uh, stuff on my website if you go to the main homepage you can get a, a free lessons free workbook that you can work with it's all free again it's just out there to help you overcome these things in your life and if you want all the goodies with it there's a lot of really cool stuff with it but anyway i'm going to be going through these a little quicker i'm not going to be going super detailed but the second side of inherent nature is the world itself, you know, and, and what that really boils down to is this idea of impermanence. So I've spoken about this quite a lot. If you listen to the show, impermanence is a big part of my belief system, my my life, my things that I value, which is really connecting to the ever-changing nature of the world. You know, the world is constantly changing. And when you get present to that, when you get present that it's never the same in any moment of time and that life is short, you know, it starts to to draw these certain conclusions. And one of them is that, you know, you can't do anything about that. You can't do anything about change. Change is going to continue to happen regardless. You can choose how to respond to it. And that's that's where we get into, you know, basically the, the gift that this obstacle has to offer. So, inherent nature... Which is, you know, your own inherent qualities, your own habits, your own instincts, you know, and the inherent nature of the world—all these things that you can't control. Basically, there's aspects to life, both internally and externally, that you cannot control. And so, uh, what that helps us discover, you know, as you as you start looking at this, is the virtue of acceptance—being able to accept that which you cannot control. Uh, Because when you focus on what you can't control, you can't be grateful, you can't be present, you can't be fulfilled, you can't be happy. And so acceptance is a huge, huge part of basically going with the flow, aligning yourself with life. And it's not about giving up. There's a difference here between giving up, you know, rolling over, and going with the flow, aligning with what is. There's a difference in that. Uh, And if you, again, if you kind of listen to my stuff, I've talked about Wu Wei, In that Principles for Dynamic Life course, Wu Wei is an an ancient idea of basically effortless action and aligning yourself with nature. It's a huge, huge idea, very, very powerful, very profound. And I created a whole lesson on that in this course. Uh, Again, you can get it for super, super cheap if you go with the gratitude map stuff. It's bundled with it. But Wu Wei is this idea of effortless action. So effortless action is being able to listen to life to to see these changes, to see these cycles, to see your own nature, to see how things move, and align with it, with your choices, such that you use the least amount of energy. And that's really uh, learning to accept and basically move forward. Now, the other obstacle is preoccupation. You know, these are the first two obstacles that we're dealing with today. And preoccupation is, is a huge one today, especially if you think about we continually... We're trying to solve our problems through technology, but the the downside is it creates more problems. It creates more things to be preoccupied. I'll never forget, you know, the first time I saw like the, a kid basically on YouTube, I learned about a kid um, being like the most successful YouTuber or something or one of them. He's making like millions and millions of dollars, you know, and like you have these kids these days that have Instagram accounts already that are like successful by the time they're in high school and, you know, they're YouTubers and stuff. And it's like, that's great. You know, again, it's opened up a lot of opportunity. Uh, But kids these days are preoccupied and even adults, whatever, we're all preoccupied with things that we would have never been preoccupied with before. Uh, So ultimately, we're not in a shortage of things to worry about and we never will be, uh, regardless of how many technological advances happen. So the key is, You can't escape, you know, (laughs) those worrying situations, those situations that are going to be on top of you and notifying you and calling you to action, pushing your buttons for momentum, all these things. So, it is our responsibility to continually, you know, come out of preoccupation. You're always going to be preoccupied about something. Even if you had nothing to do, your brain would find something to be preoccupied. So we live in a world that enhances this natural, again, this inherent nature of the brain. There's a lot of things as you learn about the brain. Uh, Again, I have a whole lesson on inherent nature um, in the principles course because it's something I talk about quite often, and there's a whole handout there with a bunch of different personality types and stuff. So you know, we have something, I call it the call of the void, which is this collection of things that are constantly pulling us down pulling us down and, and disintegrating everything we try to do. It's just the entropy, the tendency of things that, to go from order to disorder. You know, there's this constant unraveling that's happening. And how that expresses itself at the human level, you know, you have these, these aspects of the mind that if you if you start to look at them as a whole you see their general impact on our quality of life and our decision making and on this unraveling that's constantly happening we have these self destructive tendencies that are built in into the system for example habituation habituation is a is a idea that basically you get sick of something you know soon after you try like if you try that first bite of chocolate it's going to be amazing after the third bite it does you know you don't care about it anymore so you look at just that alone just that as an example you know we're going to talk in the next episode next week about desensitization, which is the the third obstacle. But it's this idea of, you know, gratitude, one of the three components is senses, being in your senses, being able to be present and, and be in that present moment. If you're habituated to something, which is a natural, inherent quality of our brain, it predisposes us to not being grateful, or, you know, in that sense, in, in a secondary way. Like, basically, when you get habituated to something, you don't enjoy it as much. So, you have to consciously develop the skill of mindfulness to get re-present and go slow and enjoy it, because naturally, your mind will get sick of things, which leads to, and you know, uh, entitlement, which leads to taking things for granted, which things to not appreciating, you know, so that's a natural tendency that's a natural mechanic and there's you know dozens of other those in our brain and again I'll go into detail with it in those courses but basically just take it as a whole that you have this tool that's very powerful but also it's going to work against you unless you're mindfully working against uh, mindfully taking action to control it so when we look at preoccupation as an obstacle in your life where are you preoccupied you know are you waking up and checking your phone right away or are you putting it down, going, you know, maybe taking a walk outside, doing something to get you present? So the opposite of preoccupation is presence, learning to be present, learning the value of being right here, right now. Again, one of the three components to gratitude is presence. You can't be grateful if you're not in the present moment, if you're not tuning in to what is. That's the, you, fundamentally. Like if you're thinking about the future or you're obsessed about the past, you're preoccupied. And we're constantly drifting you know, into those two time states that don't really exist. The future hasn't happened yet. And the past only exists in your memory and your language and your storytelling and all this mental stuff. It doesn't exist anywhere. The present is truly all that there is. So learning to be present and acceptance are the two gifts that we learn from inherent nature, from confronting these obstacles and preoccupation. So again... Check out, you know. I hope this stuff has been useful. We're going to be going through this. You know, I really highly recommend checking out all these free resources I'm having for you guys. You know, the Daily Gratitude Practice Group, it's on Facebook. There's no marketing in there, it's totally free uh, for people to basically practice. We have gratitude challenges every day. Uh, If you go on my website, if you haven't joined yet, but there's an email list there where you can get some free lessons, a free workbook. Uh, If you want to get the book itself, again, the book is free. Just pay for shipping, thegratitudemap.com. All these obstacles, I go into way detail about them and certain things that you can do basically on top of the stuff that I've already talked about in this episode to practice these things in your life, to continually practice being present, to continually practice acceptance, and get in tune with the things that will take you off of accepting and of being present. And when you're present and when you're accepting life as it is, It's much easier to be grateful. It's much easier to be happy and fulfilled and to reduce stress. You know, stress is the number one killer. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode, guys. We're going to keep on at it for the next couple weeks. And then after that, we're going to jump into basically how to build a daily gratitude practice. You know, I I think that between learning about the obstacles and looking at how to build a daily gratitude practice. And we're gonna really empower you with some very powerful tools. And again, you've got some other stuff available to you totally free. So I hope that all this stuff will make a difference in your life if you know anybody that can benefit from these things, that's curious, that's interested, that's gone through a recent life change and maybe they need some some tools and some help. This is a phenomenal very easy thing to implement with a lot of powerful results proven behind it. So I hope you guys have enjoyed and have a wonderful rest of your day. Remember to accept what life is like and to always connect to the present moment. That's really what I want to leave you with. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you guys in the next episode. For more episodes and weekly content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.